78. Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. We had this talk too many times.
Seamstress throwing a curveball there. That was the new single by Seamstress. Welcome to Look at My Records. It's called Everything by my friend Gabby, professionally known as Seamstress. And I'm very excited and happy today to welcome Jackie Cohen to the studio. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Jackie's coming through town on tour with the Lemon Twigs, and you played at Music Hall of Williamsburg last night with Rubber Band Gun Mm -hmm. and the Lemon Twigs, and it was an awesome show. How'd the show go? I loved the uh, affirmation portion of your set, (laughs) by the way. I've been trying to incorporate some positive energy into my my show. (laughs) There was one guy that was really into it. Remember that guy? Yeah, I do. He... uh, I've been trying to find someone to um, trim my bangs for me while we're in town. Um, because I used to cut them myself, but I won't do it anymore because I have no, uh, I have no vision for haircutting. Um, and he had offered up his mother's shears. His mom's a uh, hairstylist, um, but I didn't see the note until too late. So oh, he's darn. just an overall helpful, happy guy. Really Sh- glad he was in the audience. Shout out to that helpful bangs guy yeah damn yeah i know that's hard because i have to trim my mustache and it's very challenging so. <laughs> really but yeah i've never done it i've never sh- trimmed a mustache <laughs> so i don't know it's hard because otherwise it gets in your mouth but anyway <laughs> enough about hair facial hair head hair um you had a big 2018 you put out two eps tacoma night terrors part one and two mm-hmm. both really great eps but in preparing for this interview uh, i was learning a lot more about you i learned that you didn't really start writing, recording music until after you were done at college. You went to college in Manhattan. Mm How did you decide or determine that, hey, I want to start doing music? Because you're really more of a writer, literature type of person before that. Um, It was really something I kind of fell into accidentally. I was, at that time, um, I was in school, but everyone I knew outside of school was in music. And so I was sort of um, involved in the music scene without actually being a musician myself. And, um, you know, over the course of a couple of years and being surrounded by people recording and writing their own songs and their, you know, like instruments strewn across my apartment at all times and um, going on a couple of tours, you know, singing backup and stuff. It was just something I developed an interest in and found myself thinking about more and more and um, enjoying more than sitting down and writing like serious essays about, you know, things that weren't fun for me to be thinking about. So around that time, was that the first time you picked up a guitar and started playing or did you have any experience playing music just Um, casually before then? I think, well, I think I learned the three basic chords in high school, right? Um, you got your C, you got your G, you got your D. (laughs) Your husband, Jonathan's also here. Yeah. Jonathan Rado sitting beside me. Um, Formerly of Foxygen, right? Yeah. Currently of Currently of Foxygen. Yeah. Was there a breakup rumor I heard? There were many. Many? Well, let's squelch them right now. Squelched. They're squelched. (laughs) (laughs) But so you learned the three basic chords and then kind of started writing your own stuff. Yeah, I think well in in high school I wrote a um I wrote a vice dance um will you go to vice with me song on guitar <laughs> not for you 
Yeah. Asked Stephen Palazzo to go with me while you were in college. Did he say yes? He did say yes. It was a pretty good shout shot. out to Stephen so Palazzo. Yeah. Wow, what a nice guy! <laughs> so cool that's... of you to take my wife to Vice. Uh-huh. <laughs> shout it. out! Shout out to Stephen. Stephen Palazzo, if you're out there, hey man, what's up? Back off. <laughs> so that was the first song I ever wrote. That's really where my begin began to floor so, my career. What? I'm so sorry. I have. I'm like. I, I can't drink this. This oat um, americano. I really needed an oat cappuccino this morning, and this oat americano is not working. Hey, you. You deserve the correct order. It's all know, good. It's rough stuff. So rough stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me that Vice song didn't make the cut for Tacoma it Night Terrors. It's actually TV's. track one. Tacoma Night Terror. <laughs> 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 but um. But tell me, because I also read that Tacoma Night Terrors, which is released in two parts, two EPs, uh, part one, I've got the blues, right? Mm-hmm. And then Elegy, what's it called? Self-fulfilling Elegy. Elegy. Yes, was the second one. That's a five-song one. You wrote these songs a couple of years before it was released. Did you also record them yeah. a couple of years before? Those songs, um, All Except Make You Sick, which was written a little later and recorded this last summer actually it was kind of it just tacked on last minute um all of those songs were written summer 2015 and recorded the same summer oh wow yeah so tell me a little bit about the concept behind the two eps because you could have probably they do sound different but you had nine songs you could have released an lp why'd you decide to split it up into two eps it seems like they both have kind of an overarching concept behind each of them right yeah we well when um when i started working with space bomb we decided it would be sort of an interesting concept to to break it into parts to give it a little bit more of like a narrative arc in a way and we divided the ep into a part that this is this is the actual extent of the concept one part was blue and one part was green um i felt like like um the first half is part one had it a little bit more of a it was like a little moodier and a little sadder a little more serious and the second half was a little like more it was it's a little more twisted in a way um and so and I felt like the first half was a little bit more reflective of like a sad period I was going through and the second half was a little more reflective of this like sort of insomnia um period (laughs) not sort of like not this period where I was not sleeping at all and and the songs were getting a little um crazier they're both awesome EPs tell me a little bit about the recording you did work with Jonathan right and the Daddario brothers of Mm -hmm. the Lemon Twigs who you're currently on tour with yeah so after I finished college um Rado and I had been living in New York and we recorded Bold in our apartment in New York um, after I finished college, we moved back to the valley where we grew up, and uh, we were uh, we built a studio in our garage. My dad built it actually, <laughs> and um, Rado started working in there a lot. And he met the Diderio brothers and asked them to come out and um, work on their record in our garage. And while they were doing that, I was writing songs in the house um and 
so pretty soon after they finished recording, I had written a bunch of songs and um, we decided to just record them all in the same setup and have the guys come back and play and be the backing band. Um, yeah, it was like two months later. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to say about the, uh, um, the experience? <laughs> It was a great experience. <laughs> it was dope. It was, it was a dope. lot of fun. Dope. And and so then how'd the relationship with Space Bomb come to come about? Did you record that before or after or did you have it recorded already before they expressed Every, interest? Yeah, everything was recorded in two thousand fifteen and then I sort of didn't know what to do with it because I'd never like really been involved in that scene but like I was I'd never put music online before it wasn't something that I did all the time I didn't really I never played with my own band um, and I felt like that was something that everyone in music had that I didn't you know they'd all been doing it since high school or you know had been like recording on their own on like four track or garage band or whatever they recorded on forever and I'd never done it so I kind of felt like illegitimate or something so I didn't really show anyone for a long time um, then I spent a couple more years touring with Foxygen, um, and that's sort of how I met the Space Bomb guys. They did um, orchestral arrangements for the last Foxygen record, oh, and wow. then some of the guys from their house band played in our live band for that tour. And so I got to know them, and by the end of the tour, when things were wrapping up, I sort of expressed like, you know, I have all this music that I don't know what to do with, and I'm thinking... I like I might actually want to put it out and um and this guy Matt White uh who works at Space Bomb asked me to send it over to him um and they really liked it and so yeah, yeah. we started working together that way that's incredible awesome mm-hmm. Space Bomb put out a lot of great stuff I really like your stuff I also like the last uh Natalie Press record not the yeah. most recent <laughs> one but the one before great label they seem very supportive as well they yeah are. They're, it's they're, an amazing community <clears throat> they're wonderful people so <laughs> tell me about some of your uh experiences in 2018 in addition to the two eps you also toured with alex cameron mm-hmm. and uh was it your first european tour uh touring with mac demarco yeah. first time touring in europe well i i mean i toured with foxygen um in europe but yeah that was my first U.S. tour and my first European tour. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about those experiences. Did you love it or uh, what was it like? That was sort of, I mean, that this has probably been the uh, most fun year <laughs> of my life, I think. Um, yeah, touring with Alex was amazing. It's It was a really nice, just like comfortable um, family vibe. You know, it's uh, always nice touring with people who you feel like, safe around yeah absolutely and then um touring in europe with mac was just like crazy we had a couple of headline shows where we played for like three people in you know like three french people that weren't having it <laughs> with us and then the next day we'd play for like three thousand people yeah. in a giant warehouse you know so it was really um it was just bizarre in a lot of ways and really exciting congratulations on all that success though that's awesome thank you to uh put out two great EPs and do two great tours in 2018. I've heard you have another EP on the way. I've got an LP on the LP way. LP on the way? Mm-hmm. That's very exciting. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I can't tell you too much yet, but <laughs> I think I did the record in Richmond, Virginia um, at with the Space Bomb guys. Um, 
so their house band is the band on the record and it's a co-production um matt white and rado and uh we're gonna put it out sometime like late spring very very exciting mm-hmm. very exciting and i definitely want to play some songs from tacoma night terror part two and tacoma night terror part one we were talking before i was saying i'd love to play make you sick the trip and bold tell me a little bit about these tracks make you sick Really love the song. I read that Bold is a diss track as well. <laughs> I don't know if someone just said that or <laughs> if that's actually true. Um, I think that I think that it's um it's a little true and a little untrue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, like when I I've, I think I've said this before in inter- interviews, but when I write songs, it's always it always comes from a sort of like a real place, like a you know some kind of real emotion, and then. Um, narrativize a little bit to make a better song um uh what else <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what were we but, what are you talking about bold bold yeah um yeah so real recorded emotion. that on eight track cassette seven track in uh in uh manhattan new york city mm-hmm. and what's the Tell me about your experiences recording on a track. I know it can be challenging, right? Recording on tape. It is good at it. Yeah. It's all I know, really. I uh, am terrible at working computers, actually. So if you put me on Pro Tools. Me my first eight track. Yeah, that's I've true. never had one before. Tascam. No Yamaha. Yamaha, nice. Yamaha. That's good. That's the uh, stealth brand. Mm-hmm. I always hear about Tascam. They make but... good... Um, Cassette machines, they make good motorcycles. <laughs> they do it all. Jet skis, too, mm-hmm. man. Don't forget. Snowmobiles wide... snowmobiles as well. Very yeah, diverse it's a, company. It's a very diverse company. <laughs> yeah. but, um, so, but was this recorded all on 8-track, no. your two EPs? or No. Well, the, the Bold was recorded on 8-track. 7-track. 7-track. The, <laughs> the, most of the EPs was, were recorded on 16-track. And then Make You Sick was on 24-track. Awesome. It's a wide-ranging track count. (laughs) So we're working our way from most tracks to least Least. tracks for these next three songs. we got Make You Sick on 24-track, The Trip (laughs) on 8-track. 16. 16, and then Bald on 7. On 7. And the first two are from Tacoma Night Terror Part 2, Self-Fulfilling Elegy. And the third one, Bald, is from... Tacoma Night Terror Part 1, I've Got the Blues, which you can get on CD and tape via JackieCohen.BandCamp.com. Yeah, listen there, to the fidelity decline. Yeah, love the <laughs> love the, uh, love the fidelity hill. Yeah. There's also a Vinyl Me Please version of both of these EPs as one LP as well, which you can get from VinylMePlease.com, which I did. Yeah. So, it's awesome. Vinyl Me Please. Please, Vinyl Me <laughs> Jackie Cowan's <laughs> Tacoma Night Terror Part 1 and 2. You guys are going to listen to these songs right now. Again, make you sip the sick, the trip, and bold. Enjoy, and we'll be back. We'll be playing some records. Enjoy. Do you feel better 
When I leave you be, I got my reasons for treating you the way I did. But I wish I didn't make you sing.
What a great song. What three great songs by Jackie Cohn. Oh, man. We just heard the beginning of Ladies Man. But I got to cut you guys <laughs> off because we're saving that for the end. Another great song. Everyone, you'll be very excited to hear it. But we heard Make You Sick, The Trip, and Bold by Jackie Cohen, my guest today. The first two off of Tacoma Night Terra Part 2, Self-Fulfilling Elegy. And Bold is off of Tacoma Night Terra Part 1, I've Got the Blues, which was released in June. Part 2 released in October. You can get them both on CD and tape at Jackie's show tonight. They're available at the merch table at Music Hall of Williamsburg or on Bandcamp, JackieCohen.Bandcamp.com. And as we said before, there's a Vinyl Me Please version of both of them on Wax, VinylMePlease.com. One Wax. One Wax, one Wax, two EPs on one piece of Wax. But um, now we're transitioning to the second portion of the program where you pick some records and CDs from my record slash compact disc collection. And we're going to play some songs from them. First up, I was so happy to see you picked one of my favorite artists, Robin Hitchcock, um, Glass Hotel off of Storefront Hitchcock, which is music by Robin Hitchcock from the Jonathan Demme film. So tell me a little bit about why you picked this song, you big Robin Hitchcock fan. I love Robin Hitchcock. Um, that's This isn't my most listened to Robin Hitchcock record. I like the one, what's it called? It's got the star on the cover. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, those are cover. so underrated. It's like two records that he put out in the late 90s. Yeah. I forget yeah. what they're called, but I have I have them on CD because I don't think they're on vinyl. I had, yeah. I had a CD and I used to listen to it. It was like one of my like 10 CDs in my car. Whatever in high school, yeah. and I just I had it on constantly, um, which is why I can't remember what it's called, but I remember what it's what it looks like. Yeah, there's the ones that John Bryan did. Yeah, those are really good, and I feel like very overlooked in his catalog. So shout out to you guys, yeah. good and stuff. I, I got into Robin Hitchcock. Um, I remember it was in high school, and I was over at Rado's house, and it was really late, and we were he put on Storefront Hitchcock. Um, and you fell asleep, but I stayed up and watched the whole thing. And I remember hearing, like, when he played Glass Hotel, it was like, I'd never heard anything like that before. It was so beautiful. And so, I mean, it was just like, I, I didn't really have a huge, um, like, music wasn't a huge part of my childhood. Um, I don't have any other family members in music. You know, my, my parents like the Beatles. They yeah. like Pink Floyd or, you know, whatever. Um, so I grew up with, like, the white album and dark side of the moon and like that's it um and you know i was never in bands i didn't really play instruments whatever um high school was when i first started like developing an interest in music and that recording was is one of the standout ones like something i really remember feeling like oh my god this is like important yeah and he's the best Mm -hmm. wow great pick and great story behind it too right (laughs) Storefront yeah. Hitchcock by Robin Hitchcock. And legit. Very legit. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> he is very cool. He's... Also, Alfred, he is Alfred Hitchcock's son. Really? No. No, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's I was like, I, I want to. didn't know we were just talking about Silence of the Lambs, you know? Like, I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know about any of that stuff. Yeah, Sounds of the Lambs. That's um, Robin Hitchcock. The best best Alfred Hitchcock film. film. Best film film Hitchcock ever did. Hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. And all right, next up we got 
Pavement, Crooked Rain, Crooked Rain, Range Life, great uh, diss track, a little bit of a diss <laughs> on there. You know, Smashing Pumpkins, Stone Temple Pilots diss. Yeah. Tell me about this one that um, you picked. I, used to, I listened to that record a lot in New York. Um, that was like a big earbud record. And then for whatever reason, it sort of came back into our lives this past summer when we were recording. Um, and yeah, I, I think that um, there's just, I, li- I really like the, like the grittiness of that record and, and that song in particular. Because they're really beautiful songs, but like not in, you know, like a classically beautiful yeah. way. Which is something that interests me because I don't know if I've ever actually achieved like, like, I can't do real beautiful. <laughs> That's not in my skill set. So I, I love the, uh, I love alt beauty. <laughs> alt beauty is beautiful. Mm-hmm. For real. Yeah. Uh, what a record is like Pavement's breakout record. So many good uh, catchy tracks on that mm-hmm. one, especially really Range Life. So yeah. Awesome song. After that, Pin Ups by David Bowie. You chose Sorrow, mm-hmm. the late David Bowie. Uh, very, uh, we lost him too soon. Definitely. Wait, David Bowie died? Sadly, he did, man. I oh. hate to break the news to you. What do you mean? <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's immortal, actually, probably, right? He's, he is the black star. Yeah. He definitely had, like, the most, uh, probably one of the most memorable deaths in the past 10 years. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it was the biggest, like, a, he had the biggest death party. Yeah. Of anyone. <laughs> You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Besides that movie where Bill Murray is dying and he throws himself a death party. Anyone ever see that? Is it called Death Party? I think it's called Get Low. Get Low, like the uh, the song, Get, Get Low, low. low. Ying Yang Twins. That, listen, that song was on heavy <laughs> rotation on the bar mitzvah, bat mitzvah circuit yeah, when I was yeah. in middle school. Inappropriate. Very a inappropriate of, song. A lot of seventh and eighth graders like grinding when I think about it. Yeah, we grew up in an age where when I was in middle school, people were grinding. And we it was were all weird. grinding. <laughs> Who weird. let us do that? Yeah. All people the, let the us parents were all there. Adults. It's a religious ceremony. What's wrong? That's what's wrong with baby boomers. They let us do stuff yeah. like that. I never ground. <laughs> <laughs> we're real yin yang. Yeah. <laughs> I never. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. <laughs> it takes, uh, yeah, that was. <laughs> oh, I was going to say it. I say it. But uh, why pinups though? Great David Bowie record, but there's so many great David Bowie records. I never, why that one? I had one really, um, like a big Bowie phase. My freshman year of college, I listened to Hunky Dory like every day. So that was like my first like David Bowie phase. And then I didn't really listen to David Bowie at all for a really long time um and then like this pa- again this past summer i was just sort of like i don't even know why i was watching like like interviews or something um like bowie interviews and then the uh, the video for sorrow just like popped up in my thing and i clicked on it and i'd never heard pinups before um and it was like the best song ever yeah um and it's a cover. i it's a cover yeah um, and we we were all trying to work out a cover of it for this tour, but it wasn't working. We sounded like a um, like you a high school. Get, blues you get band. two guitars <laughs> going and a bass and drum on that song. Just 
has a bar band quality to it. <laughs> We're going to try and work out the kinks. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That that song just got me like really excited about performing music again for some reason. So I think it's just an amazing performance and he can just do it with such a like a simple song and it's a cover and whatever, but it's just like magical. It's really it good. It is a magical song. Jackie, yeah. you're nailing this portion of the program, well, I got to say, guys. Yeah. Nailing it. Um, I love it. A+. I'm not sure if we're going to have time for the next two, but we'll go through the next one of Montreal, Cherry Peel. You pick Don't Ask Me to Explain. This record is interesting for me because I've always known them. They are an Elephant Six collective band from Athens, Georgia. But this record was actually put out on my friend Glenn Morrow's label based Mm. out of Hoboken, New Jersey, Bar None Records. And I didn't really know that until like a couple of years ago. I don't know. Yeah, New Jersey's a great state, man. Great state. Sopranos, Sopranos of Montreal label. They put this I got out. a great prosciutto. Yeah, the prosciutto, prosciutto is really good. Antipast, <laughs> antipast. I have that on every single holiday. Next antipast. time, next time you come to Christmas at my aunt Rose's house next We're, year, guys. We'll see you there. <laughs> because they got a There will be antipasts there. <laughs> but um, I love there you be... drop the drop the vowel. Yeah, I, that's it's so it's so. Cool. I yeah. start doing that in my life. Antipast. I just do it with any word. Yeah. Yeah. Like Jack. Compute. E. Yeah. Well, not E. Yeah. We got Jack. I am. Jack. I was thinking about rebranding as Jack Cohen. You know, there's another Jackie Cohen on Twitter who's um who has a, who's verified. I think she's like involved in politics. Maybe has a political podcast yeah. or something. But she's kicking my behind. On uh, and the in the Twitter game, so I think I have we to rebrand. I can't. She's just. Back. I can't become the top Jackie Cohen on Twitter this way. Mm. Be Jack Cohen. Jack. Jack. So tell me of Montreal Cherry Peel. Tell one me of, about it. One of my first favorite records. Yeah. Um. Again, I hate. I ha- always. I talk about you too much. It's embarrassing. Rado I'm put, in the studio. Rado put me on. Put one of the songs on a mixtape for me in high school, and um. I think it, that was probably one of my first like indie records that I got into. Very because indie. before before I, I started listening to like new music in high school, all I listened to was like Dashboard Confessional and My Chemical Romance. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> everyone, everyone. Yeah. yeah so this was it's part of, of the my, time. I love this record because it's a little emo still. Yeah. You know, and so it was a good transition for me out of Dashboard Confessional world into like good. Music, yeah, like it, I I totally agree too because the the songwriting, the lyrics are very like personal and, mm-hmm. and emo, really confessional, yeah, but, and like you know really sad, beautiful songs. Yeah. But the I mean, but it's such um, incredible music, yeah, such so, such good pop songwriting, mm-hmm. you know, like great arrangements, everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin Barnes, legit <laughs> genius. What's up, Kevin Barnes? <laughs> We're gonna play some of your music, but let's. Let's get to it. We're playing Robin Hitchcock, Pavement, David Bowie of Montreal, kicking things off with Glass Hotel from Storefront Hitchcock. We'll be back to wrap things up shortly.
seems like you were in a glass hotel seems like seems like seems like there was someone else as well it seems like Seems like everything was going well It seems like It seems like You were up there in your glass hotel It seems like
turntable sounds a little fuzzy. What's up with that, little, Radio Free Brooklyn? A little buzz. A little buzzy. A little We're buzzy. going to have to fix that. It's but music. It's like a grounding issue. It's, yeah, that's that's what it's all about. It's a grounding issue. Character, a unique experience. Very unique experience, but... Sadly, Jackie, we're coming to the end of the program. It was so great to have you and Jonathan here, though. You guys are awesome musicians. Love both of your work. Thank you so your much. Your two for EPs are incredible. So tell me what's in store for 2019. You mentioned you have an LP coming out. You're going down to South by Southwest in March. Yep, I'm going to be at South by. I am putting out my LP, which I'm so excited about. It's a lot different than the EPs. And I'm, I mean, I'm just. I'm like so ready to share it. I'm excited too. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. And that's spring, you said? Yeah. Spring ish. Spring ish. We are on the um we are on the cusp of an announcement. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can't wait for these announcements. So tell me you guys playing tonight again. Um is rubber band gun playing tonight again? Tonight too? it's purr. Which is purr. Um, called purr. Yeah, Jack and Eliza, New York based. Very cool. Cool. I also recorded them. That's true. You nice. did your last record. And the Lemon Twigs again. You've recorded You know what I realized? These the- two nights at Music Hall of Williamsburg, I recorded every single band. That's great. <laughs> That's what you got to do. It's really I'm, a Jonathan Rado I'm, I'm only going to shows band. of artists you've recorded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like the grandfather of these two nights. The godfather. Of, um, the, the godfather the of these godfather. two nights at the Music Hall of Williamsburg. <laughs> Gabagool. I'm going to make you all record your camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to refuse this next Jackie Cowan LP for Thanks. sure. Sure. For us. Oh, of course. And you guys got other tour dates coming up, right? You said you're heading down to Washington, D.C. Yeah, we, right after this. Making our way across the country. Look it up, JackieCohenMusic.com. Find your city. Find your city. <laughs> you guys, thanks again so much. Thanks it for having us. Yeah, such a you. pleasure having you guys. And if you guys want to hear Jackie's music, you want to purchase it, again, that's JackieCohen.BandCamp.com. Cassette. CD, digital download, available on all streaming services as well. And, of course, that Vinyl Me Please vinyl version. Limited to, I think, 750 copies I read. Mm-hmm. So act mm-hmm. on that quick, guys. There's limited amount. There's only four left. <laughs> Shit. Get it. Vinyl Me. Please. please. All right. We're, <laughs> take, right we're, it's my, my joke is uh, take my wife's <laughs> vinyl, please. <laughs> All right, we're ending the show with a track called Ladies Man from your first EP. Here we go. See you guys next week. Have I always been a tree?